Welcome back to day three of the Irresistible You Self-Love Challenge. As you know by now, each day this week, there is one new podcast episode dropping where I am teaching you all the things self-love so that you can be your own best Valentine. And then every day, we're having a live Facebook discussion inside of the free Facebook discussion group where I am giving you your action plan and homework to implement what you're learning here in the podcast. So in day one, let's just do a little recap. In day one, I taught you what it really takes to feel comfortable in your own skin by stopping the inner fat bitch chatter. In day two, I shared the secret sauce to becoming a confidence queen by taking imperfect action. So if you haven't listened and you missed some of those episodes, I want you to go back and listen. And don't forget, you can still go into the Facebook group and drop your homework, drop your comments, get that feedback from me, and I will share that with you over in the Facebook group. It's not too late to jump in. Even if you're just getting started, you start where you start. Again, it's all about imperfect action, okay? Now, on day three, this is day three of the self-love challenge, and you're gonna discover why losing weight alone doesn't equal automatic happiness. The challenge today is gonna be all around how to develop a relationship with yourself and break your fat girl identity. I know after the last couple days of all of this talk around self-love and confidence and body image and self-esteem, you're probably wondering, how could I ever love myself if I can't stand what I see in the mirror? How could I love myself if I never lose all the weight? I get it. I was just like you. And I know that you want to believe. I know you crave to believe that's true, but it's hard right now. It's hard to see that that could ever work for you. And I bet you're already coming up with all these excuses as to why this isn't going to work for you. That this is great, Amy. This is amazing. I bet this works for other people. I bet this has worked for your students and it's worked for you, but it's not for me. I can't do this. And you're having that resistance go up. And that's good because that resistance means you're listening and your mind and your brain is trying to reconfigure how you think about this stuff because this is all conditioning. All of this is conditioning and all of this is changeable. Is that a word, changeable? (laughs) Um, I used to think all those things too. I used to think that, well, if I love myself and I accept myself and I live my best life and I, you know, stop putting things on hold, that means I'll never lose any weight. That means I'll always be fat. That means I'll always be overweight. That means I'll never like get to my goals. And that's not true. The reason you're not getting to your goals, the reason you're repeating the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle, the reason you're still yo-yo dieting and gaining and losing and gaining and losing and having these thoughts about yourself is because of that. And if it's not working, why are you still doing it? That's what we have to really figure out here. 
And it's so easy when you feel this way to fall back into the hype and get sucked into the whole diet vortex, the commercials, the ads, they're everywhere, especially this time of year. The gym memberships popping up, all the things that we see, the magazine headlines, the social media headlines, you know, get your body back after the baby. And, you know, here you are, let's say you're home taking care of the newborn, your body's still healing, and you're seeing these celebrities talking about six weeks and they bounced right back. We know that's not realistic. But these messages that we're seeing, we've been fed these messages our entire life. And so they're kind of embedded in our thought process and we don't even realize it. And then because of that, we hear the things like what I'm talking about. And we think, no, that couldn't work for me because I have to like hate and suffer And like feel miserable all the way through it in order to love myself. Or I have to lose all the weight in order to love myself. I can't just love myself now. I get it. And so then, you know, you see a new infomercial. If you've got the insomnia. I used to have insomnia before I had kids. And now I can fall asleep pretty damn easy. (laughs) But when I was having all my insomnia and I would stay up late and I would see these infomercials. And they would suck me right off. There goes that vortex. They would just suck me right in. Or you see an influencer with this, you know, fit toned body on Instagram with 10 million followers. And she's promoting some new detox tea or some new diet. And you have this automatic knee-jerk reaction. Oh, I got to try it. I need that. That's going to be the thing. I need to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I need. That's going to be the thing. This is the last time I'm ever going to diet. This is the last time I'm going to have to lose weight. This will fix me. And so you get all worked up and all excited thinking this is the thing. Because remember, that inner fat bitch chatter has led you to believe that's the only way out. And so you do the thing, you get the tea, you do the keto, you do the 30-day sugar-free detox, the intermittent fasting, all this bullshit that we see out there that is not sustainable in real life, but we fall for it anyway because we are so tied to how we've always done things. So we just try the same thing and we repackage it with a different bow and try to call it something different when it's all the same stuff. And here's the deal. When you do that, and then as soon as real life comes knocking at your door and is like, hey, open the door, I'm going to punch you in the face with some bad news, or I'm going to knock you off your rocker today with this thing that happened, what do you do? You go off the rails. Because that program, that diet, was never realistic to begin with. So when real life comes along and punches you in the gut, you quit. Because it's unrealistic. You've got too much on your plate. You're stressed out. You can't do all the things. You beat yourself up for it. The inner fat bitch chatter begins. And instead of taking imperfect action, you just start overeating again. You just start overeating again. I can't do it. Go off the rails. And what does that do? That's that body hate shame cycle I talk about because now you've just fueled the body hate even more because the weight starts coming back on. You're not feeling good. You're feeling physically sick because you're eating really crappy food. 
And it just keeps repeating itself. And here's the deal, guys. Life, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when life decides, I'm going to go ahead and punch you in the gut today. How would you like to deal with this news? And that kind of stuff is going to happen. Life is also going to be monotonous. It's going to be boring. It's going to be Groundhog's Day, day in and day out, to where you feel dead inside. You feel like, is this all there is? There's going to be times where life is going to feel overwhelming. It's going to have all these ups and downs. There's times where it's going to feel amazing and exciting and happy and joyful. And guess what? None of those things are wrong. Life is supposed to be all of those things. And that's what you keep getting wrong too, is that, well, when conditions are perfect, when tax season is over, when life slows down, when the kids finish school, when I have more money, when I have more time, until you don't. And then you realize another decade has gone by, another five years have gone by, and you're still repeating the same bullshit cycle over and over again, buying it a different way, repackaging it, and expecting different results. Buying a detox tea and thinking it's going to change something else and make you like yourself. Falling for Whole30 or Paleo thinking that's going to make you like yourself. And this has become a habit. This has become a ritual. This has just become the way you live your life and you don't question it. You don't love it, but you don't question it. And so the problem here is that you do not have an identity outside of this cycle. You don't have an identity outside of the food outside of the fat girl mindset, and outside of the yo-yo diet body hate shame cycle. If you took away the yo-yo dieting, if you took away the body hate, the inner fat bitch chatter, who would you be right now? How does it make you feel to think about all of that going away? What would be left How would you identify? How would you spend your time? What would you have to actually deal with if you weren't dealing with your up and downs with your weight, if you weren't dealing with all the bullshit you talk about to yourself about your weight? What would you then have to actually deal with? Does that scare you? Or does that make you feel really free? I'm willing to bet that there's some part of that that feels really scary. I'm willing to bet that some part of that feels really uncomfortable. Even though the life that you're living isn't comfortable and the life that you're living is small compared to what it could be. There is something about your wet blanket of misery There's something about your wet blanket that's comfortable to you and it must be serving you in some strange way 
because otherwise you wouldn't keep doing it. And I know, because I know the inner fat girl mindset is entitlement's a big piece of all this, and you're not going to do anything that you don't want to do. So there's something in this process that is serving you in some strange way, and we need to figure that out. And I'll tell you, the problem here, more than likely, is that you don't have an identity outside of the food and outside of the fat girl mindset. Outside of the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle and what it means to you to be the quote unquote fat girl, you don't have an identity. You don't have a relationship with yourself. You don't have a relationship with yourself that doesn't revolve around stuffing your face beating yourself up for it, talking shit to yourself in the mirror, hating the way you look, going on the quest for the new thing, then going and eating all the things to get it out of your system, going on Pinterest and looking at all the the fit pro, or what do you call it, thin spa or whatever, inspiration, looking at bodies and people that you want to look like that are completely unrealistic. It's a cycle and you're addicted to the cycle. It's not about the food, and it's not about the weight. It's the cycle of what it means. And the reason you're doing it is because you don't have a relationship with yourself outside of this cycle. There is nothing else in your life that is filling up your cup and lighting you up with joy and happiness. And I'm not saying this cycle is bringing you joy and happiness because it's probably not. It might give you a little like pings of joy and like hits of dopamine when you, you know, eat some of the food or, you know, maybe you lose a pound here or five pounds there and you feel good about yourself for a minute. But outside of that, you don't really have an outlet that makes you happy and feel joyful and feel grateful and just feel good about yourself. And so the missing piece here is you don't have a relationship with yourself outside of this cycle. And this is why you can lose all of your weight and then you don't know what to do next and so you immediately either gain back the weight because you haven't developed other coping skills or you haven't developed a relationship with yourself to have other outlets to spend your time Or you start picking yourself apart. Well, look at the loose skin. Well, look at the wrinkles. Well, look at my saggy boobs. Well, look at this. And you try to find all these other other things wrong with yourself instead of just being with yourself. Because you don't want to be with yourself. Because you don't like yourself. And you don't know what to do with yourself outside of this cycle. You don't have another outlet. And so what we really have to do is we have to build this relationship with ourself. We have to find things that make us happy, that bring us joy, that do not revolve around losing weight, eating, and talking shit about our bodies. And I get it. You're going to have to rip that wet blanket off and it's scary and it feels uncomfortable. But what's on the other side of this wet blanket is so much more 
beautiful and fulfilling. And it's what you actually deserve. So how do you create this relationship with yourself? What does that even mean? What do you do? How does this work? You know the drill. This is the challenge. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. And this is what we're going to be talking about over in the, fo- uh, the free podcast discussion group in Facebook today at noon Eastern time. I'm going to talk with you more about how to cultivate and build this relationship with yourself and what you can do starting today to implement that. So pop on over into the group, join me live. I'm there to interact with you, support you, answer your questions. And again, even if you can't join live, I want you to watch the replay and I want you to comment and I will get back to you. All right, guys, I'll see you in the group. Until the next one, stay irresistible.